All right, everyone, welcome to the Monday, January 24th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. That's big Marcel over there. What's going on, Marcel? How's everything, man? All good, man. Um, kind of a busy, busy uh, weekend, let's put it that way. So, yep. uh, yeah, all good. Last week at the, at the mail for me this week. So, uh, yeah. I'm happy for you, man. That's good, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling you like for like the last year, I'm like, Marcel, you got to stop doing the mail thing. You got to work in MMA. So I'm happy for you. You started your job too, right? Like I know you've been writing some articles and stuff. I've seen um, for Eurosports. That's good. Got Nicola here. Hey, Nicola. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> He's got a question about Nagano. We got to, we'll talk about that. So yeah, my weekend was good. Um, man, you know, it, it was uh, good fights, man. Really good fights. Uh-huh. Um Good football games too. I don't know if you watch like American football. But there's some good games too. So I, I saw a lot of tweets on my on my Twitter yesterday, but I haven't seen it now. Nah. Yeah, seen they it. were they was fun. So, anyways, um, let's get into this card. UFC 270. As far as picks go, eight and three night for me. I think you went nine and two. You got one mm-hmm. of the uh, title fights. We're back to uh, we have the same mark on the year now. So I'm happy for that, Marcel. We're always even. I thought we had the same picks, but you ended up picking Figueredo, so we had a different pick there. So that's no. good. Oh, you picked up pick Figueredo. You did. You picked Figueredo. No, he's on the. Li- it said on the list that you did. did I-, I think it did, didn't it? I sent you. Remember the other day? Yeah, I'm gonna check now. No, I, I, oh, I, you're I, not gonna I, tell Brian though. Eh? <laughs> Why would you, right? Isn't it? Wait, check it. Check it. Am I am I right or wrong? I thought you did. Am I right? He's... Yeah, you took Figueredo. There you go. <laughs> <I> took Moreno. <laughs> you better tell Brian. <laughs> I will. I will. Oh, Joe, it was great. I mean, the football game was insane last night. It was one of the best games of all time. Uh, I know you, you saw some tweets, Marcel. It was just an amazing game. Um, got Joe here. Got hype and major. Good to have you here, man. Glad to have you here. Anyways, we got we got a lot to talk about, man. It's gonna be fun. Um, let's get into the card, Marcel. Let's just do it. Let's just do it, man. Uh, UFC 270, guys. Main event of the evening. We got a lot to talk about from here. And I, I I'm not watching Ariel's show, but I am seeing the tweets about it on uh, Twitter. And it looks like Nagano is being sued or something by the UFC. Are you seeing this? No. Uh, Ariel Show apparently said that. Um, I see J- Jason's got a tweet here. He says, uh, Francis Gano just told Ariel and his team, he got an email from the UFCs. They were on their way out of the Honda Center. They were going to be sued because they were talking to uh, Nikisa Badarian and Jake Paul about boxing. So that's really interesting. I just saw this right now, guys, on Twitter. I've actually I've been at work all day, so I just saw this. Um that's really interesting. Let's talk about the fight, and then we'll talk about the, the after with it. Um, we've got Glenn here. Obviously, you want to talk about that, Glenn. I can't wait to talk about this with you. John, great fucking amazing fights, actually. They're just great. They're fucking cr- incredible. Dude, I, I mean, listen, I'm a Bills fan, Sinister. Um, I live in Toronto, so that's the closest team. Um, I was hoping they'd win. Me and Cole, uh, my buddy, obviously, he's another Bills fan. We're going back and forth on Twitter all night. That, that last second field goal really sucked with 13 seconds left. Anyways, let's get into let's get into UFC. So let's talk about the fight, and then we'll talk about the aftermath. So the actual fight itself, um, you know, listen, man. I was watching the fight, and I'm like, what is Francis doing? You can't win a fight like this. You can't just win a fight playing a points fighting match. And that's what he did for the first two rounds. He's basically yeah. point fighting with Gone. And I'm like, I'm like, man, Francis, like, what are these guys doing? And I'm like thinking to myself, like, Eric Dixick's a good coach, and that whole team is really good. They come with good game plans. And you saw the adjustment on the fly in the third round, Marcel, and he went to the grappling. And he turned into Khabib for the last three rounds and basically just all wrestled gone. I don't think anyone saw a fight going this way. I sure didn't. I mean, I I thought maybe there was a chance of a takedown, but I thought it would be gone getting the takedown, not Nagano. Very surprising. But, you know, was it the most exciting fight? No, obviously not, guys. It was kind of a, let's be honest, kind of a dull fight, you know. Although it was a competitive fight, it was kind of a dull fight. At the same time, though, I got to say I'm pretty fucking impressed. Because I didn't know he had that skill. And I think that is, that is good to see. You know, Marcel? He's not just a one-dimensional guy who can only knock you out in 20 seconds. Which, honestly, I thought he kind of was. He's also a guy that can grapple you now, too. And he took down Gon and I'll grapple Gon, who we were all, like, praising, like, last week as, like, an amazing submission grappler. This is a this is a good performance by Francis. It wasn't a great fight. It was a dull fight, you know? Marcel, he did when he made an adjustment on the fly and did what he needed to do to win the fight. And I respect it, you know? Give me your thoughts on the actual fight, and we'll talk about the aftermath. But I want to hear your thoughts on the performance and the adjustment he made. I mean, man, for sure. I mean, first two rounds, I had it forgotten because, yeah, he, he was just smart. Oh, he picked his punches and his kicks. Third round, at a certain moment, Ga- or Ganu uh, uh, ca- caught a gun kick, and uh, he pretty much smashed him to the ground. I just think, like, 
Francis had the feeling like if I'm on top of Gan, he's not going to go away because I'm too strong for him there, you know? So is his ground game really that great? I have no idea, but he has the strength, you know? He has the full uh, physical strength to keep somebody down uh, under him and don't let him up. And that's what he did with Gan. And it was very smart. You know, the fifth round, I think Gan made a mistake yeah, with, he with, that, to that, with that heel hook because if he... If he stays on top and that he, the fight. he wins the fight, yeah, he wins the yeah. fight, yeah. yeah. On two of the three judges' scorecards, yeah. he wins the fight. So, yeah. I mean, that was a mistake, but I mean, it's a great uh adjustment made by Nganu and his coaches, man, by Dewey Cooper and by Eric Nixick. I mean, yeah. amazing, you know, it, it um, is. To, it to, is. To, to a guy who was known for his knockout power, uh, couldn't get into the zone in the first two rounds, you know, and then make that adjustment, go to the wrestling, trying to control uh, Cyril Gan on the ground and just outmuscle him, I think. So, yeah, very good performance. And I think for, for, for Francis, this was the only way besides knocking him out early to win the fight, probably, you know. So, perfect adjustment. And, um, yeah, what can you say? I, I think it was amazing what, uh, what Nganu did, knowing what he normally does, how he did this. It's the first time he wins with a decision, a five-rounder. And, yeah, I mean, respect for that, man. Me too. Me too. Let me get these comments, guys. And then we're gonna give some, take some more thoughts on the on the fight. Jack Attack's here. What's going on, man? We got John. John, here's what you say. Uh, comparison. I like the comparison Francis made this fight with Steve. I'm talking about the first fight, I'm assuming. You know it's gone. We'll be back in town for one day. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't think there's any really bad blood between Francis and Gone. You know, honestly, I think it's between yeah. Francis and Fernand Lopez. It uh, sure seemed like they respect each other, Gone and Francis. I think Francis looks at him like almost like a little brother in a way. I really do, Marcel. I, I think as well. It was pretty obvious because yeah. uh, also Ganu and Fernand Lopez didn't acknowledge each other after the fight in, in the octagon. I was waiting for there's them. There's a lot of bad blood between those guys. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. Cause, I mean, listen, like the guy brought him up. He, he basically discovered the guy, let's be honest. And, mm. You know, he, when he became a champ, or before he became a champ, he went to Vegas. And But I don't blame him because I think he needed to do that. He made the right call for his own career. And I think Fernand needs to let it go. And I like Fernand. He's a great coach. I'm just saying he needs to let it go, you know. But Gon's going to be a champ one day. Imavod will be a champ. You know, he's got he's got guys that are on the come up. So he's he's fine. It was a huge mistake, John. I think he cost him the fight. I really do, the, the going for that heel hook. Because it ended up on bomb position. And you're like, man, you're like, he's not going to, you can't sweep Nagano, obviously. He's just no. too big. You know what I mean? Like, so, lack of experience cost Gano. Nagano was fantastic on one leg. That's, we didn't talk about that. So, uh, Sports Rage, uh, Gabe Morrency, he's a guy I follow on Twitter for, for years and a great guy uh, for sports betting and stuff. Um, he tweets out early in the afternoon, goes, hey, buddy of mine just gave me a phone call. He's like, this guy's like got inside information. He's like, Nagano's got a bummed up knee or something. So, a lot of people were fading to Gano because of that, and then he still won the fight, even though he came up with the two knee braces on or whatever. So, mm -hmm. Justin, how, how do you really go for the heel hook that Gano actually swept him? It's kind of like both, I think, man. Honestly, like I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of, the, I've seen a lot of the uh, the technical tweets and stuff like that. I feel like it was kind of both, you know. At the end of the day, if he gets on top, ends that fight on top, he wins the fight, you know. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, he ends up on the bottom. Gano wins the fight. Gano's punch power is probably compromised somewhere by the knee injury. You know what, Kevin? I, I don't know why I didn't think about that. It's so true. I mean, if you, you can't you'll get that same torque and that leverage, I guess, um, planting down and just going for that bomb. Maybe that's why he didn't. Because I'm like thinking, man, he should be going for broke right now. Honestly, that's what I was thinking in the first round, Marcel. I'm like, like he fought Yarzino, went across the cage and just smashed him, like threw 20 punches and one landed. That's what I thought he was going to do, right? But it was like a very technical fight more so. And again, it, let's be honest, guys. It wasn't the most exciting fight. But the guy did what he needed to do, and I respect it. Nicola, I'm going to talk about the, the pay in a second. I see your comment. A couple of good adjustments and Gon steals an extra fight in the round. Yeah, exactly. And Gon, again, you know, as good as he is, and we were calling him natural, he is a natural MMA. The fact of the matter is he only had 10 fights, the Gon had 20. That is a big difference of experience. And I feel like I, I overlooked that for sure. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of us did. But, you know, I still think Gon's going to come back and, and probably win the belt one day. He's only 30, I think. So he's super young and he's still a great fighter. All right. Now let's talk about after the fight. So, uh, Dana didn't put the belt on Francis, and then post post fight press conference. I'm assuming you went to bed, but I stay up to watch it. And Dana never showed up, and Regano didn't show up till like three in the morning. Like it was, a, it was like an hour break between the two guys. It was super weird between the two title fights showing up. It, it just seems to me, Marcel, this marriage is is done. You know, uh, it's over. You know, there's 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 no coming back from this. It's over, guys. It, it's it's done. You know, Francis is not coming back to the UFC, in my opinion. Um, it doesn't make sense. Now he's being sued apparently because he was talking to Nikisa and Jake Paul about boxing. I just, 
you know, he said at the post-fight press conference, the five years or whatever, the, the last contract he signed ends in December. And he's going to become a free agent in January. Uh, this is a guy who's only fought once a year for the last three years. He even said that. They're like, what do you think about only fighting once a year? And he's like, that's what I did last year and the year before. Like, he's used to this now. I think he's gone, Marcel. I think he's gone. I think he. I think he's probably going to look to do boxing and not MMA next, in my opinion. And I think it's a fucking shame, guys. I think it's a fucking shame that the best heavyweight in the sport is not going to be in the UFC anymore because of Dana White's ego. That's basically what it is. And and also Francis's manager, I think, you know, you got to blame him a little bit too, man. I know he's looking out for Francis, but at the same time, we know how the UFC works, guys. And, you know, this guy is, he's not, I don't think he's really looking out necessarily for Francis' best interest because let's be honest, there's no other MMA promotion that can pay Francis as much as the UFC, but boxing can. That's why I think he's going to do a boxing match. But you know the fucked up thing is, guys? I think he gets destroyed in boxing. I think Tyson Fury knocks him out, Marcel, easily, to be honest with you. So I think he's making a mistake, you know? But I don't blame him because he's, you know, when you get this disrespect, you feel this disrespect from Marcel. Like, if you've been, at, you've, you worked at multiple companies and stuff. You, I'm sure you've had a job before you, you felt so disrespected. You just couldn't wait to get out of there, right? So give me your thoughts on this, Marcel. I'm going to get your guys' comments, but I want to hear your thoughts. My honest prediction is, and I hate saying it, guys, I think that's the last time we saw Francis in the UFC. And I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but that's my honest opinion. Go ahead. Yeah, it's possible. You know, I mean, um, do I want to see him in boxing? No, absolutely not, to be honest. But I mean, uh, if that may, it, it will probably it will make him for sure more money than he gets at the UFC. So why wouldn't he do it? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, by the way, that thing that Dana White wasn't there, unless he has a really good explanation why he wasn't there, is just super disrespectful, you know, and it's not the first time he did it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that he that he stays in the UFC, definitely because he's at this moment the best heavyweight there is, you know. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, doesn't make sense. Maybe, yeah, PFL, I don't know. He can make a million bucks over there, you know. So, he would win I, that tournament, actually. Yeah. He would win the tournament, yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah. he he only fought once in the UFC, you know, and there he has probably has to fight four times or something. But still, there are the, the fighters at heavyweight in PFL are, like, not even close to the guys he's fighting and knocking out in the UFC. Maybe two, one or two are, are very good, but... The other ones, they wouldn't make the top 10 in the UFC. So, I mean, it's pretty much... It depends what they're going to do, man. But I hope I hope he stays. But if he feels like he has to go somewhere else where he gets respected, I would uh, encourage that, of course, as well. You know, you've got to look out for yourself. Yeah. Joe says he doesn't think Francis will be back. And Francis doesn't need mood surgery. Yeah, he's going to be out for a minute either way. I mean, he's not going to fight for a while either way. And mm. that's, why, that's why I was going to say, I feel like they might create an interim belt. I think they're going to create another interim belt. <laughs> I don't want it to be on this fight, but imagine Lewis and Tuvese get the interim belt put on them. I, I hope not. Fight Oracle, that's that's my guy. But interesting opinion. Predicts Connor resigns and promises spot on Connor Bay review. He'll said Fury Nagano doesn't sell. Mm, I think Tyson's going to sell against anyone. Yeah, I think Fury wins that fight. I feel like Francis being easily manipulated by his greedy management team. You know, the guy is just doesn't, he doesn't come from MMA management. He was a guy that was on The Bachelor. I just question how much he knows about the business. Like, as someone who's been in the business, you just you don't want to. Be on Dana's bad side doesn't work out ever, you know, Marcel. Like, look at Randy Couture. He had years of his career frozen because of his arguments with Dana White. Remember? Yeah, but you know, I I don't think we have the ins and outs. On That's true. So no, I can, that I can say true. Yeah. you're 100 percent right. I mean, I'm just saying like what I know from the surface yeah. and what I know. But I just know that this guy doesn't come from an MMA background. He's not from the sport. He's from the outside. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know if he knows it 100 percent that well. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but. I don't know. I mean, listen, the needs to be paid more, but, you know, basically, I don't think it's even about pay. They just wanted to have a boxing match. I think that's what it comes down to. They want to have that ability to have a boxing match, and, you know, we'll see if it happens. I mean, they like they like Connor box Floyd, you know, so th there's a chance, but I just think it's a really slim chance. Adam Marcel, do you think Nagano's not a draw? You know, it's an inter interesting question, Joseph. Like, it's weird because I get Saturday night, I get all my friends or casual fans text me, yo, man, who's going to win the fight tonight? Like, Nagano's a beast. You know what I mean? Like, everyone looks at the guy and they're like, this guy is a, a, like a monster, almost, like a real-life monster, Like, but the nicest monster. He's a nice guy. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, so I, I think he should be a draw, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how good the game review did. These same fans who are, like, cheering for Nagano that he is a knockout monster and this and that, after this fight, they're going to be like, oh, that was boring. He's really not that entertaining, you know. Yeah. I heard it on many occasions uh, the last two days, you know. 
So, I mean, I'm, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to win, you know, and this is not uh, your local fight show where you got uh, paid 150 euros or 150 dollars uh, to show up at the amateur uh, amateur hour. This yeah. is the best, the biggest fight in the heavyweight division at that moment, you know, and it's a title fight. So you got to do what you got to do to win. And Ngannou did amazing, I think. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. Let me get these comments. You said that as a Fury fan, it doesn't compare to the star power Mayweather and Connor. I, I mean, I agree with that. And I like Fury too. Hey, hey local, what's up, man? Sorry, guys, I'm late. No worries. Uh, this don't, guy, don't, don't, let it happen. don't let it happen too often. I know. This guy's always got news too. Yo, come on, man. Give us some, give us yeah. a fight or something. You you know, this guy's like the new Marcel. He's like, I almost feel like it's you, Marcel, in the chat. Like, you got a second burner. You got your burner account. That's your burner account. It's a good question, Mike. Glenn. Yeah, I agree with that. Gone, gone 500k. Tell him is worth more than 600k. <clears throat> All right, let's get into the salaries. Let me, let me. I'm going to answer these questions, and then I'm going to get into the salaries. Then we'll talk yeah. about the rest of the fights. We have to talk about the salaries because it's just too much to talk about. Also, <laughs> gone for adjusting, but I thought gone lost and more than the gone won. I agree with that. That's a good point too. It's like he cost himself the fight. Yeah, Jack. I mean, we were joking about the interim belt, but I wouldn't be surprised at all, man. Like, and even A. Look was saying, you know, maybe the Volkov Aspinall winner versus the Ty Lewis winner for interim belt. It could happen. You never know. Oh, no, we got caught in changing resign. Yeah. Also, they could do gone in Stipe or something for for I, a. Uh, I honestly think they're gonna do Stipe against the winner of uh, Louis Tuivas. They could do that for Interbell. Yeah, I think Stipe will be. You know, if they do an Interbell, Stipe should be in the fight. Yeah. Exactly. Every fight's not exactly. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird that, that Joe. Hey, Marcus, he asked about the boxing thing. You know, um, it was strange. As far as John Jones goes, okay, I'm not, this is my this is my opinion about John Jones. Best fighter ever, right? I used to have a poster of the guy in my room. I love the guy, right? But hasn't fought in two years. I think he's a keyboard warrior now. Honestly, I think he's a he's a Twitter keyboard warrior. That's what he's turned into, Marcel. Well, the, what's the guy? The guy? The guy? The guy drinks. He hits his wife, and he thinks people care about him. Still, I personally don't have a lot of interest in John Jones anymore. That's my that's my opinion. What about you, man? What's with these Jones and Connor guys with tweeting something and deleting it two minutes after? Super it's lame. Like the guy what's, just, what's with that? They need attention so bad, dude. They yeah. just they need they need that attention so bad. I say this, guys. John Jones is the best fighter I've ever seen, but I don't care about him anymore. You know, he's just not a nice guy. He's a bad guy. We don't need this guy in the sport, really. Like, he's a guy that beats his wife and then makes excuses about it. Like, really? Like, you know what I mean, Marcel? Like, he's an amazing fighter. I, I'm, I'm not trying to say, like, just because someone's not a great guy outside the cage, because a lot of guys aren't, right? But with John, mm -hmm. it's there's been a million things with this guy, Marcel. Every every single year, there's something new with this guy. He's getting in trouble. Yeah. And we just finally accept that this guy is not a good guy. We don't. Honestly, if you're the UFC, do you really like they're you know they're trying to become the next big sport? You really want John Jones? Like that's the sad part of of it. Francis Ngannou is the guy you want to fucking be proud about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the guy you fucking look at and you go, this guy's busted his ass his whole fucking life. He he came from digging sand in Cameroon to being a UFC world champion. And they still don't respect the guy, and that actually makes me sad, Marcel. Because he's such a great story, mm -hmm. he's so much. Whereas these other guys are just complete dicks, like Connor and Jones. They they punch people at bars. They yell. They swear. And you know what I mean? They're just they're they're fighting with people in public. It's just breaking people's cell phones. You know, crashing pregnant women's cars. But they're the people people will still want to see. And they're the people that the UFC wants to pay, and not a guy like Francis. It doesn't sit right with me. That's you 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 should cut out the segment and post it because it's one hundred percent true. Yeah, I know I'm getting a little upset here, guys, but it's true. Yeah, but like, you're, I, you're, you're, I'm fully yeah. behind you with this. And one. the thing is, like, I really like Jar as a, as a fighter, but me too. I I just think I think that the last thing was just too much. You know, I think Marcel, when you when you really when you lay your hand on your on your on your wife, that's just too much. You know, for mm -hmm. me. And, and the guy again, he hasn't fought in two years, so for me, I, I don't blame John John Joe Rogan for not asking him because to me, he doesn't. He's not really fighting. He's not an active fighter anymore. You know, Marcel, he's not yeah. an active fighter. Yeah, what, his last fight was two years ago, and honestly, he lost that fight to Dominic Reyes. And I thought he lost to Tiago Santos. When was the last time John Jones won a fight? Was it against Anthony Smith? A fight he almost lost to because he threw an illegal knee? <laughs> Guy, the guy's not as good as he used to be. And uh, you know what? I think Francis Ego is like, oh, I can't wait to fight the winner of this. Like after this fight, I want to beat these guys. No, I think Francis, I think, I, I hopefully he knocks him out. I mean, that'd be nice, right? When I say not draw, I mean, mean that in disrespect plays a lot. Yeah, I know. I agree, Joseph. Like, I don't know how good the numbers are going to be. You know what I mean? But the guy, I think if you look at him on the kind of poster, you want to see his fight, right? But I don't know how good the numbers actually translate. Rock Torque, what's going on, my man? Speaking of Stipe, got to pay him too. Yep, I agree. They got to get Stipe a fight. Um, true. We don't know that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, I feel like, you know what? I agree with A Logo. I think they've given him kind of like weak undercards. I mean, obviously, it was a second title fight on this one, but in general, like their the last card wasn't, I think it was Woodley and Luke was the co main event, right? So. 
Thanks, Joe. I feel like you, just, you kind of checked on Nikano Pages since Stipe fight. Yeah. It's like, honestly, guys, you guys have been in relationships. You don't want you just, when you're mentally checked out and you just, you've moved on already. It feels like the UFC has completely moved on. And Francis is, I think he's still trying to make it work, but the management is getting in the way of everything. And it's just, I think, uh, um, uh, Marcel, I think at this point, it's just, it's too far gone, these, the, the two sides. All right, let's talk about the salaries, guys, because we're going to talk about the other fights, but we got to talk about the salaries. I'm going to put up Jedi, Jedi Goodman's tweet. And, um, you know, here's the thing, right? <clears throat> here's the thing. No fighter's going to come on this podcast and start, you know, giving us, telling us, hey, you know, you guys deserve to make more money. And I get that, right? I get it. But I do care about these guys. And to me, you know, these salaries are they're kind of disturbing to see the 10 and 10. You know, for me, like, yeah, the 600K, he shouldn't be making a million dollars, obviously. And, you know, a guy like Figueroa should make more than 150K to come in and fight. And Fialo fighting on a main card at pay-per-view where the UFC sold, you know, so many periods and tickets to the card, making 12,000 is, is a complete joke. But these 10 and 10 guys down here for the Contender Series, like, that's that's disgusting. I mean, the UFC should be absolutely embarrassed of themselves that this came out, Marcel. This is such a bad look on the UFC. How can you call yourself the premier sport in, in the world when you're paying people $10,000? Brioni Barcelos, I, had a, I saw a joke say he got CERB money. That's like money the government gave us last year in Canada when there was COVID. They gave us 14000 It's basically what this, these guys got. They got CERB money, the same amount that some people got to stay at home. Marcel, this is beyond wrong. Gennaro Valdez got $10,000 to basically get knocked out six times in one fight. This is wrong. Guys, this is really bad. We all knew that the salaries were bad, right? But I had thought that 12 and 12 was the minimum. And I know it's shit, but 12 and 12 is a big difference from 10 and 10. That's a big difference. It's a huge difference. 20% increase in your salary. It's a massive difference. And I go to you, Marcel, you're going to get a 20% salary increase. It's going to be great. I love the UFC, guys. Best Best fights. They put on the best fights. Best fighters. This is a horrible look when Dana White's coming out saying, we had the best year. Our company made so much money. We made so much money, guys. And then you're paying a guy $10,000 to get his ass kicked. A guy that was sent to the hospital probably. He's probably in the hospital still after that fight. I'm going to get the comments in a sec. Give me your, give me your honest thoughts on these salaries, Marcel, because I, I put a tweet out. I got like 2,000 likes because I said like the 10 and 10 minimum is, is – that's terrible for a minimum wage, guys. I mean that is – it's below poverty level, basically. Like, they're going to fight once or twice a year. Like, how can you even live off this? Give me your thoughts, Marcel. This is bad. Give me your thoughts. By the way, I know I did that uh, Tony Gravely was named Antonio Gravely. So, oh, I um, didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I agree with you fully. You know that. I also, uh, you see my tweet there right, uh, on the right side where I say 10 and 10 is, are still going on. That's, that's by the way, um, Daniel uh, uh, Da Silva La Charra's uh, contract to fight Figueredo in, uh, in April, I think. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, we were thinking that those 12K, 12, 12, times 12 plus 12 was the new thing and they're still 10 10 so that's a, pretty much the contender series are getting 10 10 you know and the guys were taking short notice fights like fialo rodriguez they got to and so and silvana gomez juarez was now that wasn't a short notice got also 12 you know so um so basically they're saying if you're a contender series guy you get 10 you know, if you take a short notice fight, you get 12. And when it's your second fight and you're lost still the first, you get 12 as well because Silvana Gomez lost her first yeah. fight. Or she was on 12 because she took the short notice last time out, remember, against Lupi Godinez. Yeah. So that's why she probably wasn't 12. So for me, it's like, but also, man, you can't do, listen, man, Ganu, you can't give him only 100K more than Cyril Gan. That, that, that's horrible, you know. Figueredo, Brandon Moreno, Moreno, 200k as a, as a champion is also horrible. Um, let's see, who else have we do we have? Barcelos, 29k, horrible. Jack Della Madalena, man, <laughs> one of so the bad. one, of, guy, one of the such biggest, a beast, 20K. yeah. That, uh, and he didn't, he didn't even get a, a, a bonus. Bonus, bonus or whatever. So, I mean. Yeah, what, what else can we say? It just sucks, you know. And people don't understand. People are like, "Oh, ten plus ten is still 20. You gotta pay. You gotta pay uh, uh, your coaches, your trainers. <laughs> your trainers, everything from that. You the know? money's gone. You, Nutrition, yeah. supplement. The money's gone. And dude. if you don't get a second or third fight, or yeah. you're injured, you pretty much that's what you earn in a year. You know. Yeah. So yeah. 
How is Kay Hansen getting 17K when some of these guys are getting 10? Come on. I mean, that's that's crazy. And yeah, I, she's, I, she's underpaid too, let's be honest, at 17K. Yeah. But she, you know what? Maybe that's why she's doing OnlyFans. That's not much money, guys. I mean, she's probably made, <laughs> yeah. quite frankly, she's probably made more than that on OnlyFans. And I, well, someone sent me a, a photo from the OnlyFans, or there was a photo posted in one of the forums, I should say. And uh, I mean, there's some stuff going on there. I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> so I'll say about that, Marcel. Okay. You get these comments. Let's do it, guys. Um, all right. Glenn, it's also shitty the way the UFCs do it. Send the email saying they sued our... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Sorry, Glenn. I thought you were talking about the salaries here. Marcel, South is terrible. It's so bad, dude. The guy is amazing. He's making 29000 Like, come on, uh, guys. Like, uh, you know, what really... And then I see... I didn't know who it was. I think a management group or manager was saying like they were pretty much defending it. That's like weird, you know. Yeah. You don't you don't have to attack it or whatever on public, but to defend it is also weird, yeah. you know. It I is mean, strange. Oh, that yeah. Brian Brian Hamper. I think it was okay. Him, so there's yeah. a manager named Brian Hamper. I can't remember. Let me let me check what, what company's from. Do you know what I company's think it's from? from? Sucker Punch. Sucker yeah. Punch. Yes, yes, yes. He tweeted up today saying like something like you know. Well, this is what it is, and like you gotta—I don't know what it was. It, it, anyways, he made a really fucking dumb tweet. The guy deleted his account. That's how bad this guy's tweet was. Let me check. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Let me pull it up. I think um, uh, Josh Gross had it or something. I think Josh. Wait, Gross. He, he, I have it here. Everyone, send, send it to my thing. Uh, send, it, send it to the MA Oddsbreaker. Um, the uh, okay. Send it to that one. Thanks. For sure. In the DMs. You got it? And I'm a male's breaker. Yeah, the yeah. one I sent you the link to earlier. I want to see this. Yeah. You got it? Okay. Here we go. Pull this up. Yeah, so one of these managers, this guy is a complete moron, said this. Uh, everyone arguing about fire pay. I challenge you and your buddies to pull your money together, run a show with all millions. You expect everyone to be paid super profitable. Well, the UFC does make millions. This guy is a complete moron. Who the fuck would say that as a manager? He's not work, looking out for his best interest as guys. If I'm if I'm one of his guys, I would try to like take legal action against this guy because he's not looking out for you. He's looking out for the UFC. Terrible tweet. So bad, the guy deleted his account five minutes later, guys. That bad. Because he realized, oh, my God, what did I just tweet? <laughs> Marcel, that is the dumbest thing a manager could ever tweet. Saying, like, oh, you don't need to make – my guys don't need to make more money. What the hell? I, I never understand when you tweet something – Why do you something... defend fighter – I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, but if you tweet something controversial, yeah. check for – think five minutes before you tweet it. You know what I mean? I always read my tweets twice now. I yeah, always do yeah, I'm like, should I send this? Sometimes I delete tweets, man. There's some things I say. I'm like, you know what? I'll just pass on this one. Like, yeah. Valentina and GSP are man. I see a GSP retired. Valentina is getting paid much more than male champs. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Bro, you saw how mad people got at me when I said that I didn't have to see the fourth fight between Moreno and Figueredo right away. Well, it's a good. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but it's it is a good fight. But if they it, want, to, it definitely is. But I don't. Another have to one see it right just now. makes more sense too. Oh man, when you put, I mean the Valdez fight was brutal. I mean, it was a great fight though. We'll talk about him in a second. Mm -hmm. Beltran never refs a fight. Uh, I'll talk about that. Hey man, Beltran's my favorite referee, but he wasn't the strongest performance last Saturday. You know? That's what we all thought. Yeah, look, we all thought it was twelve and twelve, but it's not. It's ten and ten. You know, the lowest I've seen ever was. Uh, I'm going to show you the guy. This is the lowest I've ever seen in the modern era. I'll call the modern era in like you know the last fifteen years. I'll show you right now. One sec. It's the lowest I've ever seen. Yeah, this one's the lowest I've ever seen. This was 2000. Actually, I'm gonna show you a card it was on. You're gonna you're gonna laugh when I show you this. this is I, the mean, lowest Adam, I, I haven't seen one lower than this. And this I mean, this, Adam, the, there were only four ranked fighters on this card. The yeah. four the two title fights. Okay, okay. This and this 2013 still. It was nine yeah. years ago, but Ronda was on the card. It was a, this was a massive card. It was the Ronda's yeah. debut, one of the biggest cards ever, I believe. It did. Well, I don't. By, no, sorry. It, it only did. I guess this wasn't her big one. I think that was the one with Holly Holm, but. Still, half a million buys. Anyways, if you look at the salaries for this card, this is the one I always remembered. Because, like, you know, eight – I mean, it was back then eight, and this was nine years ago. 8,000 the minimum, I thought. But this guy, Yuri Villafort, made 6,550. That's the lowest I've ever seen. Yeah, but he didn't make weight. He yeah, got he fined. Did. It was going to be 7,000, I think, then. Because okay. Nashon Burrell, look at him, 12,500. So he's, his was 5,000 to show and 7,000 to win, and then he got 500 um, or whatever on the side. So that's the lowest I've seen. Those guys were on strike force deals, which obviously were a little lower, but I thought it got better than that, you know. But really, well, wow, Liz Carmouche 12,000 to headline the card. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my, oh my God. I didn't even saw that before. That is so crazy. Oh, man. I mean, I, I'm sure she got something on the side. I almost guarantee you, but wow. Marcel, 12,000 for Liz Carmouche. Oh, my God. Didn't even know that. I didn't even know that either. That's bad. 
So it's gotten well, actually, has it really gotten better? They're still making 12. <laughs> when medical, uh, well, actually, the headliners made 12. Now the prelims made 12, so it's gotten better. When medicals cost over 10,000, 10% corner, 10 Yeah, exactly. You have, there's nothing left. There's nothing left. Like you're, I get it. It's an investment, right? When I worked in, when I, I've been, this is my 12th year covering MMA. The first two years, I didn't make much money. And I knew it was an investment in my future, right? I'm like, all right, one day you're going to make money. Now I make good money, but it took me a long time to do that. So I get it, but. The difference is these guys are professional athletes. They've already put the work in. They already had like 10 fights in the regional scene. They deserve to get paid. Mm. It's Alex, it's bad, man. It's bad. It's it's bad. Oh, I was worried uh Barcelos. Yeah, <laughs> that's why $216 a strike. Oh my god, that's so funny. Bad enough to Barcelona. Uh, that fight was amazing. Such a good fight. Talking about Byron Butler, that uh, trash by Dana. Yeah, the guy is uh I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't even know what happened with that. Now Patty's fighting uh Vargas. John, understand that every fight might be able to quit the normal job when they join the UFC. Most definitely should be able to. I agree. I mean, no, Stipe is still working his job. It depends on the fighter because they get a lot of time off too, right? Yeah, I know you're saying hype. We're gonna, actually, you know, the sad thing is we're going to talk about that fight next. We, we, I think we've talked about the pain in the Gano fight, so let's go on. Yeah, I mean, Joe, Bellator, that's what I'm saying. Like, as much as we complain about the UFC, Bellator is even gar- more garbage. There's some guys making like 2500 on their premiums, Marcel. Like, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, no, I don't think – never mind. I don't think he actually came out lower on them. Like, I was impressed by Francis, but, like, do I think he's better than he was yesterday? Like, the, the last time I thought of him, not really. But I think that it was good to see it, that evolution. As far as Gone, I think Gone's stock went down a little bit. i got to be honest. I think it went I down a little – I, I, I think it did. Because I, he was the favorite and lost, though. Everyone thought he was going to win the fight and lost. So I think it went you know, down a little bit. Not a lot, it, but a little bit. You know what it is, Adam, man? Dude made a mistake. Uh, didn't expect Francis to wrestle him. And in the rematch, he will probably expect it more. So we will be more prepared for that, you know. So then the, the, the game plan completely changes, I think. The, can he prevent Francis from, from taking him down? I don't know, you know. But the game plan definitely changes if that happens. Because nobody, including Surreal Gan, expected Francis to take him down. I mean, let's be honest. So I think it doesn't really hurt the stock, but... We'll see in the, what, what's next, you know. We'll see what's next. Maybe we have to really go on to Moreno right now because we're running out of time, man. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Let's go. Let's go to the next fight. Um, Moreno and Figueroa. So, okay. Well, as far as this fight goes, I mean, it surprised me. You know, I thought Figueroa looked great in this fight, guys. I thought he looked really good. You know, of the three fights, this is the best he's looked. Here's my thoughts on the fight. First round was super close. I think could have gone either way. Really, you know, could have gone either way. Second round, definitely Moreno. There's no doubt about it. That's the run round he for sure won. The third round, Moreno was winning the round. I had a tweet written up, and they got dropped with 10 seconds left. That swung the round. Actually, he got dropped twice in that round. Figueredo won that round, the third round, okay? So, depending on who you gave, I gave the first round to Figgy, but, like, you know, that one's kind of a toss-up. Second round, Moreno. Third round, Figgy. Fourth round, it seems like it was uh, there was split, some split uh, of the judges. I thought Figgy won at the time. Fifth round was also close. I thought Figgy won that, although, you know, it could win either way. I still think Figgy won. I had a 4-1, but 3-2 is fine, too. I think he definitely won, though, Marcel. Did you have him winning, Figueredo? I had 3-2 for Moreno. But which which did, rounds did you have? I don't exactly know. Fair I'm enough. Gonna, it was, uh, a clo- it was but, one of those fights where the rounds were so close, right? Like, but was- I don't. I wasn't upset with Figueredo winning because it was a close fight, and it was not like there was no robbery in that fight for me, you know? So, uh, I mean, it was a great fight. I think very, uh, very... Uh, they were very uh, competitive with each other. In my opinion, Moreno landed better, in my opinion. But More- or Figueredo had the bigger shots, you know. For Figueredo knocked him down, I think, definitely twice, uh, two times apart in two rounds. So, And that swung those rounds to him for me, you know, because that was so competitive. So a knockdown is pretty big in a competitive round. Huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's yeah. Oh, that's why. But I was 48-47 Moreno, but I had no problem with 48-47 Figueredo. So. Yeah, I, th- I think Figueredo won. Anyways, as far as the next fight goes, like, how could you not want to watch the fourth fight? You know what I mean? But, wait, hold on, wait, wait, because I know you're going to say you don't want to. But, like, we just saw them fight three times in a row. I think it is time for someone else to get the fight, right? Like, Pantoja or, or – actually, Pantoja fought Figueredo. It was a fight of the night. They fought in Edmonton a few years ago on the Max Holloway Edgar card. I would like to see that fight again for five rounds. Or uh, Kai Car France would be a, a great fight. Does he, he has a fight lined up, I think, right? Yeah. He's fighting Pandoja or no? No, Askarov against Askarov, yes, in, in Columbus. Yeah. Either of those guys, either the winner, like, you know. Adam. Yeah. Question to you. Yep. Do you think 
Moreno and Figueredo are the two best guys right now in the flyweight division. Just yes or no? So I think Moreno and Figueredo are? Are the two best guys yeah, in the flyweight Yeah, and that's why okay. they should probably fight so, again, right? No, yeah. so if those two are the best two guys, you can let it go for a little bit. You know, you don't have to do the fourth immediately. Let Moreno fight Pantoja. You know, because Pantoja had that, uh, how do you say that? Had to have twice, two wins over Moreno, one in the UFC, one Ultimate in the Ultimate Fighter. fighter. Yep. Yeah. And let Figueredo fight the winner of Askarov against Cara uh, France, you know? Yep. Apparently, you say those are two are the best guys in the division. So Moreno should win and Figueredo should win. And then you can do number four. You know what? Yeah, I mean? you know, and they can do this. And they did this. John Jones fought Gustafson. Everyone's like, run it back. Remember? Everyone's like, run it back. It was an amazing fight. And the UFC's like, you know what? We're going to give Gustafson, Jimmy Manuel, we're going to give the title shot to Glover. And we never saw that fight again. You know, that's the only thing I'm worried about is that you can say that, but things change so much in the sport that so much can happen. And like one of these guys, maybe Figaro can't even make 125 next year. You know, we don't ever see the fourth fight. Do we need to see the fourth fight? I don't know, but it is one, one and one. So. You know sure. what it is, Adam? We don't need to see the same guys going at it for the whole time. You know, that if there were, weren't any other contenders, I didn't have a problem with it. You remember yep. back in the day when DJ, you had DJ in the flyweight division and you had Joseph Benavides yep. in the flyweight division. It was uh, 0-2 for uh, for 2-0 and 0 for, ben, for, uh, for Demetrius, for DJ. You know, Benavides had to do like... He was on a huge win streak at a certain moment, and then he lost a split to Sergio Pettis. He never got that, that third fight with uh, Demetrius because he lost two against him before. I mean, and at that moment, I wanted to see him fight Demetrius again because he was the number uh, number second best flyweight in the world at that moment. But right now, you got Askarov fighting uh, Kaikara France, and in my opinion, I think Askarov beats either Moreno and Figueredo, to be really honest. Uh, he, he, he fought Moreno, was a draw, could have lost that one, but that was in Mexico, was at height, you know. But so I still think yeah. Askarov, in my opinion, Askarov is the best flyweight, but he hasn't shown it yet. So yeah, um, Figueredo is the best at this moment. Moreno is the second best at this moment. But we have to see evolution in that division, man, because now we are at the same, same uh, spot right now with the flyweights. Still number one, number two, one, number one, number two, and nobody gets a chance. You got to give the other guys a chance, and it's not like these guys are like, um, how do you say that? Is it possible for them to win because they're not good enough? They're good enough, so let, let them get the chance. And either Pantoja, Pantoja was supposed to fight Moreno on this card, you know, but Pantoja couldn't have, couldn't uh, make it because he was injured or whatever, you know. So they went with Figueredo on this one. Wasn't even the plan to do the third Figueredo fight. Yeah. So. Why do we have to see a fort right now immediately, man? We can still see it later. But I see your point that you're saying, like, maybe we don't never see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Please. That's all I'm saying. Because in this sport, you're not guaranteed anything. But I, you know, I think you guys are making a great point. John likes to fight. And yeah, there's some amazing divisions, especially at the top of them. Uh, let's see what Glenn said. With the three fights in 13 months, not being held up too bad. I'm okay with fourth in the summer. Yeah. I'm okay with it too. But, you know, I'm okay with either way. If they want to go the other direction, it's fine too. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Michelle Panea. Defeats Andre Fialo. Great fight. Um, I, Can I, I, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was really annoyed with Figueredo's approach to that fight, uh, leading up to that fight. Like, he got the same cringy kind of stuff that Henry Cejudo always does. It doesn't fit him. It yeah. shouldn't do it. Uh, it was fake as hell because you saw the guys respect the shit out of each other after that fight, you know? Yeah. And Moreno knew it was fake as hell because he was laughing at them the whole damn time. Like, what are you acting stupid, you know? Yeah. And Figueredo, great fighter. Dude, don't do it. Doesn't fit you. Isn't isn't great. And we are still we still like your fights, you know? We, you, we don't need that bullshit, that, that selling point from, uh, oh, he hates him. You didn't hate him, you know? And Henry doesn't hate Moreno. It's just a gimmick and it's just stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> No doubt. All right, let's go to the, like I said, the next fight. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, Perea, I mean, I think the fight played exactly what I thought. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I think I broke this fight down really well, guys, last week. Um, the other fight, the two title fights, not the greatest, but this fight I broke down to a T. I said Fiala would win the second, first round. He would get tired and Perea would have the better cardio, believe it or not, and he did. Um, I will say that I agree with what you said. Uh, where's the comment here from Daniel? Uh, you said something about uh, Perea's defense. Listen, I still think he's a very elusive guy, but this fight he did get tagged quite a bit. But Fiala was a real head on man. So either way, I mean, the guy did what he had to do to win the fight. It was a pretty exciting fight. Could have been fighting in another card, maybe, but uh, great fight. Um, I'm excited to see what's next for Marcel Pereira. I think he's a really exciting guy. So any thoughts? Fun fight, but I saw the friend of mine where I was texting with. I was like, Michel Pereira might be lucky that 
Andre Fialo has an even worse gas tank than he has. Exactly. Because yep. uh, they both were gassed, but uh, Michel Pereira could at least do some offensive stuff in the second and third round. He lost the first round, I think, 29-28. Uh, it's 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 the way he he needed to win this fight. This was a, a, a high risk, low reward fight for him. You know, yep. as a guy, a newcomer, uh, a proven knockout artist, and uh, Pereira was supposed to fight Salikov. You know, yeah, to get in the fight. rankings. Yeah. yeah, So he needed to win this fight, and he won this fight. So I'd say book the fight against Salikov again. You know, and he's five and two now in the UFC. Pereira, yeah. um, he should have won the Sanchez fight before he threw that knee. So he should be six yeah. and one. Um, the Tristan Conley fight gassed out and lost. I still can't believe he lost that fight. That's that so is crazy, such a crazy yeah. upset, eh? All right, next fight, Saeed Nurmagomedov. I mean, oh, sorry, <laughs> I, missed, I missed a few comments. Sorry, guys, I apologize. Uh, from Daniel, yeah, Daniel. No, no, well, I think we got, I think we broke that one down well. Anyways, next fight, Saeed Nurmagomedov. I didn't expect the fight to end this way in 45, 47 seconds by submission. Second time, Stevens been submitted, first by a choke. Uh, Cody Stevens lost three straight fights, by the way. I mean, the guy's a pretty good fighter, but I mean, that's not good. Saeed's a beast, though. I mean, we all say he's going to outstrike him. He did. He was kicking him, spinning back, spinning back fist, followed by a spinning back kick. And then he locked the guy goes for a, a shot. He locks him up with the 18. Four and one now in the UFC with three wins by stoppage. 135 continues to be a fucking incredible division. I mean, I think this guy's going to be ranked now at like 15th, I believe. He's a beast. Can't wait to watch the fight again, Marcel. They better fucking rank him, dude. I mean, that was a great performance. Nobody did that to Cody Stamen before, you know, like that. Yeah. And I was like, there's going to be, uh, Saeed's going to try to knock him out and Cody's going to try to get it to the ground. And that's what Cody tried, but he got countered with that. Uh, it wasn't, I think it was a ninja choke, actually, right? That, uh, that, uh, Saeed got him in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, amazing performance and a well deserved 50k bonus, I think, for, oh, for yeah. Saeed. I mean, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was an awesome fight. And I think he's a really good fighter, man. You know, yeah. he, and, you know, this is a big win for him. And I was going to say, he finished this guy under a minute. He finished Mark Striegel, who sucks, under a minute. But he finished Ricardo Ramos in two minutes. And that guy's really tough. So this dude can finish you. And he's a beast. And again, he's not related to Khabib somehow. And he's still really good. <laughs> but he's, he's, and he's got grappling now, apparently, too. Because TJ deserved the Victor Henry fight. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Cody Fan fault the other day. Oh, doesn't get cut. Yeah. I mean, Three straight losses is tough, but I think, you know, they'll give him another fight, I believe. He's on the pay-per-view card. I think they like him. And he's, you know, he's a good fighter, but he's fighting tough fights. All right, uh, this fight, Michelle, uh, sorry, Michael Morales and uh, Trevor Giles knocks him out in the first round. Um, and, you know, Giles is looking pretty good, but, I mean, the cut to 170, I think, affected the chin. And uh, second straight loss by knockout for Trevor Giles. Michael Morales, we talked about last week. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, contender series guys aren't that good. Well, I mean, this guy, like I said, he's fucking good. And I think this guy's going to have a good career in the UFC, Marcel. I think he's a really good young fighter. He's only 22. So I think it's a nice win for him. You know, Giles is not an amazing fighter, but he's a pretty decent gatekeeper type of guy. And to me, it's a nice win. So what do you think, man? Key word here is killer instinct, I think, because Trevin Giles had him in trouble early, you know, yeah. but he couldn't, he couldn't get it done. And Michael Morales, the moment he had them in trouble, he went all over him and he pretty much uh, ended the fight within 25 seconds after that. So, I mean, Morales, he's also a uh, super young man. He's 13 and 0, 22 years of age. I mean, I mean, I, I, are we I, talking I, about a future champion here, maybe? Like, am I crazy to say that? Like, it's difficult to say that right now, man. But he really looked uh, really look good and he has a lot of potential. So, yeah. I want to see him in a in, in second fight, you know, uh, because, but this is people. Underestimate Giles. This is a big win, man. Yeah, I mean, huge. Giles is an established huge. guy. This is a good win. Oh, yeah. pay per view card opening up a pay per view. A lot of people saw the fight, you know. Yeah. Um, someone's gonna lots of people become champs. If I told you like Rafael Los Angeles in 2006 would be a champ one day, you'd be like, What the hell are you talking about? I think this guy has the potential. I'm not saying anytime soon, but maybe seven, eight years down the road, Marcel. I, I mean, he's only 22, he's, he's young, there's no rush. Mm -hmm. Gotta get some comments. Tom Aswell overrated. Um, I don't think so, but he's going to be fighting uh, Volkov in the main event. I don't know if I love that fight as the main event. I don't think it needs to be five rounds, personally. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think they didn't have a main event. You know, I think they wanted to make uh, Darren Tully against Uriah. Hall. Yeah. That didn't came apart. Then I told you about that uh, Chimaev against Luka one. I still think they want Chimaev on a pay per view card, probably in the US. So that's also didn't happen. So um, they needed the main event because Aspinall was booked against Shamil Aldurakimov. And then out of nowhere, we saw last week, we saw Shamil listed against Pavlovich. And I was like, what the hell? And yeah. then I got told by 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 a colleague of mine that uh, Aspinall was still on the card and he was likely getting Volkov in the main event. It's like, oh, okay, it makes sense, you know. But um, 
but that makes sense because it probably didn't have another main event, I think. So that's why they put Aspinall, uh, a, a favorite, you know, from a guy from Liverpool. He's fighting in his own country against Volkov, who is also a European, a Russian guy. So they always go with they always go with those heavyweight main events in Europe. I don't know what it, what that is, but they always go with those heavyweight main events. You know, they sure do, especially when they go to like Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. Where uh, when are the bandmate sugar shot division of UFI so we can see the Rodriguez of O'Malley? That'd be a good fight, man. Sorry, Ricky Simone. That'd be a good fight, John. Or I think Pedro Munoz would be a great fight too. And Pedro's kind of like that gatekeeper type right now for the top ten. Yeah, it, eight yeah. locals said exactly what you said. I mean, this guy, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is your burner account. I'm sorry, this one because he just said you just said this too. So this is your burner account. No, I'm, I'm kidding. This guy, but this guy's got insight. He's got a lot of information. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, I know Joe. He's great. He's young, very impressive. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying anytime soon, guys. Like Kamzat Chemayev, I think could be a champ right now. I'm not saying Morales. He's not a finished product. Kamzat, I think, kind of is. You know, this guy's still in the work in progress, but I think he's fucking really good. That camp is solid too. You know, that 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 camp he's from. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that could happen too. He could definitely get exposed. You know, um, Aspinall for sure. Yeah, the thing is, Volkov doesn't have that knockout power that Lewis has, you know? He does um, have the cardio to go but five he, rounds, yeah, though, right? For sure, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the experience. Be- but, Bellator champ, uh, top five guy in the UFC. I mean, but there, there's kind of a different, uh, how do you say that, different game plan and yeah. whatever comes across. But yeah, th- those are different challenges, but those are tough challenges both. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so Victor Henry going to the next fight defeats Henry Barcelos. I said it last week. I'm like, guys, this guy's really good. I knew he was yeah. good. I just it's so hard to pick against Barcelos, right? So I don't really mm. re- regret not picking it. But honestly, at plus four hundred, I probably should have paid a few bucks on the guy. Jeez, what a performance! I mean, amazing fight. He won every round. And Marcel, this guy didn't get tired for 15 minutes, and he threw like 300 strikes. He landed like almost 200 strikes. Insane fight. Give me your thoughts. This fight should have won. I mean, I hope these guys got slipped extra money because it was fight of the night until the co-main event. I thought. Uh, do you think Barnett's still upset with me posting that fight announcement? <laughs> I mean, that was a good debut for Henry, man. I mean, you debut against Barcelos. Barcelos, good fighter. Um, both guys. And also, I said it about Barcelos, but same for uh, for Victor Henry. Should have been earlier in the UFC, probably, you know. If you look how he fought, he fought like a veteran, in my opinion. Great fight. And in my opinion, this was a better fight than Moreno Figueredo, man. Although, I understand that they prefer a five-rounder over a three-rounder. But I would have slipped these guys the 50k for a fight of the night. Yeah, this is a great fight. And Barca, I, twenty nine thousand to show is a joke. Yeah, Victor Henry made more money than his first fight. He did win the fight, but still, I mean, that's kind of messed up. Barcelona's had seven or eight fights now. Jack Della Madalena defeats P. Rodriguez. I mean, this fight went it actually went exactly what I thought, except the finish came faster than I thought in the first round, not the second or maybe third. Um, you know, P just didn't have the cardio. Obviously, he came on short notice, mm-hmm. but. I think Jack Dylan Madalena is like one of the better boxers in the UFC. I mean, the guy slips punches well, but he goes to the body, goes to the head, mixes it up well. Took like no damage in the fight. I hope they can turn him around really fast and give him another fight. I think he's a really exciting guy. Great addition to the roster. 11 straight wins. I mean, there's so many good fights you can do with this guy. Like I was saying the other day, like Nico Price would be a great fight. Chaos Williams, Matt Sandlesberger. I mean, shit, even Michelle Perea would be a good fight. You know, any of these guys would be good fights. So I really like this guy. Give me your thoughts on this dude, man. Yeah, man, I was, uh, before that fight, I was talking to uh, to Jack Della, Madalena's manager, and he was like to me, like, this guy is super special, man. Keep your eye out of it, on him. He is really good. And uh, we saw it actually already in the Contender Series yeah. how good he was. He had probably the best fight of the season against A. Angelosa. That guy should which have been was, signed too, by the way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, I mean, he did what he had to do, and he did in the first round. It was an amazing performance in your debut. Guy looked good. I really look forward to see him next, man, in the UFC. The guy, guy has a lot of potential, I think. Um, I agree. Let me get these comments from you guys talking about uh, Henry. I picked him, Ben Henry. Nice job, man. I agree completely. I mean, the odds were way off, obviously. Um, great pick. Great bet, too. Uh, Strike while Iron's hot. Pretty Henry gets pilot. Sure. I mean, that'd be a good fight. I'd like to see that fight. Why didn't we get the Henry Reed? Man, listen, I do after the fight. I really like this guy. I mean, I think we kind of had the read. It's just, you know, the short notice and the UFC debut gets a really good fight in Barcelona. It's more just, I think Barcelona is really good, you know, Marcel? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the guys, he was way better than we thought. I mean, the odds were so off on this fight. It was like, they weren't even close. It'd be a great fight. Victor Henry, Pedro Munoz. Oh yeah, this Dennis guy is really good. He, he beat uh, Victor Henry like two fights ago. Jack Dello to the moon. It's like Bitcoin. Or actually, no, Bitcoin's going to the... To the bottom of the earth you know <laughs> anyways um let's go to the next fight jo- uh, tony Gra- this one's fast tony gravely defeats the simon Oliver. actually i don't even want to talk about this fight he landed 11 <laughs> takedowns and he won the fight 
He did a good job. Uh, he, he got yeah. what he, he did a job. You know, it, was, it wasn't a bad fight necessarily. It wasn't an exciting fight either. So, but I mean, we, Tony needed to win this fight. Yeah, because I'm just saying, he he lost that last one to, to Nate Maynard, and he looked good in that first round back then. I just think the Simon Oliveira guy is just not UFC caliber at all. I mean, the guy's going for a guillotine every round, falling to his back. Just it's mm-hmm. just stupid. Like it's just like that's not UFC caliber. So to me, this was honestly one of the easiest fights to pick on the card, Marcel. I would. Were you ever like? Thinking that he was going to lose, I not really right. Like so, I pick gravely, gravely as well. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I think he he is yes. Although the Brazilian had a lot of fights, I think gravely has fights against much more experienced guy. Experience, my God, has more experience against higher level guys. That's what I wanted to say. So um, yeah, I went with gravely, and I expected him to use his wrestling, which he did. You know, and this was a fight he had to win, probably to remain in the UFC. So, yeah, he did what he had to do. So I have no problem with it. But was was it a spectacular? Absolutely not. I think Gravely said as well on his Instagram, like, I needed to win this fight, and it wasn't spectacular, but I'm happy with the win. So, yeah, fair play, you know. They get the job done. Yeah, I saw that. So for Colt said that too, I think. Um, Yeah. Let's talk about this fight. So that's why I wanted to get through that fight, because this fight, and the next next fight too, but this fight was... Crazy. One of the most insane. I mean, and we we all watch like I. This is what I've been doing for the last ten plus years for a living. Like I've watched every fight, you know, and so have you, and so have you guys in the chat, as you know, as fans. This is one of the craziest fights I've ever seen, and it only lasted three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Technically, it's four knockdowns. I thought it was five. They were saying six. It doesn't matter. The guy got dropped so much, and I just couldn't believe it. I, I'm watching this fight. Favola comes out, and starts striking. And I'm like, oh my god, why is yeah. he fighting this like? Yeah. I'm like, he's going to get McKinney again. He's going to get destroyed. Go for a takedown. He just stood there and banged with this dude. Fight was amazing. Really upset he didn't get a bonus. Obviously deserved 50000 for this performance. Because this is one of the best single-handed performances, like, ever. You know, Marcel, like, when has a guy got dropped four times in three minutes in a fight? Never. That's never happened. Literally, this was, like, the first time I've ever seen this. So, insane. Just an insane fight. I was freaking out watching. I'm like, holy shit! Ah. Like it was one of those fights. Like when I watch a fight like this, I'm like, I fucking love MMA. It's the best sport. Marcel, it was so good. <laughs> Give your thoughts on this one. Yeah, man, amazing. You know, if there was, uh, that was just. Um, they can They you keep on, kept on going, and Valdez also came forward. You know, and he kept punching, but Frivola, uh with uh, yeah four knockdowns. Right? I mean. It was crazy. I was also like, uh, I was texting with somebody. It's like, this is crazy, man. The, the, um, they, they said to, uh, from Eurosport, this guy said to me, like, if you see something, we should really upload on our channel. Let let us know as well. So after that, for, uh, during the fight, it's like the whole first round, the whole finish, you have to upload the whole round. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, it was a great fight and uh, super necessary as well for Frivola to win this fight, man. And I, um, completely with you when i saw him getting in, in a striking battle i was like dude this guy always goes on with striking while his ground game is actually his key normally you know and he went he'd been knocked out with the striking against polo reyes against uh terence mckinney he lost with Tsurukia, not because of the striking but he lost to him but this looked good man Four knockdowns, it was just an amazing first round. And I really feel like Frivola should get some extra cash for that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, amazing fight. It was just incredible. Get the comments, guys. We all loved it. We're going to, no, we've got a couple of fights left. Let me get this one. Uh, The screen for it to be stopped. There was just no need. The guy was so done. It was like, you know, that gif of like Bart Simpson. It's like, stop, stop. He's dead already. That one. Like, that's like uh, the Simpsons. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Well, dude, his chin looked fine in the fight. They were cut, dude. Guy got dropped so much, That's yeah. Uh. And he lived to tell the tale. He also got dropped in his contender series fight against Patrick Wade. This guy has a bad chin, and well, should say a bad. Yeah, he's got a bad chin. He's got a weak chin. Recovered well, but his, his chin is weak. Marcel five knockdowns in two fights. That's not. I think. I think he got knocked down the last fight. I'm pretty sure he did. I remember that Patrick White fight was insane. Remember that fight? This guy's had sure. two insane bangers. That's crazy. Like uh, that, uh, Patrick White looked amazing in that first round. And no, then, no, no. Who, uh, hey, wait, Valdez who's coming. Valdez fighting next? Who's he gonna fight next? You gotta Ooh. give someone really exciting, right? Who's like who's a really who's a banger at featherweight, like Billy Q or something like that? I'm kidding, we'll get that fight, but or no, it's not 145, it's a 155, right? Um uh, Azaitar. <laughs> that would sure, be, be, be a banger. <laughs> we'll talk about some fights. You got some for sure. Ready? You got some fights for us, man? 
I think Marcel's gonna raid and break once more. Can you break and force Marcel? Maybe it was because I bet the unders. <laughs> well, you got it, right? It still ended the first round, bud. Uh, too bad cruising. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Inconsistent refs, right? You never know, man. Some refs are different than others. Some more hey, way than others. Daniel, soccer is great, under. man. But, I mean, there are some annoying stuff in soccer sometimes. But it's a great game. I love it. Yeah. So, it's nice to Hermes and Strickland. That fight's actually not this weekend, guys. It's actually next weekend. So, I was just yeah. about to say... Because the other question was like, where you? But I know who Adam has. <laughs> I know who Adam has. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a few weeks. But I was going to say uh, tomorrow we're going to do Bellator because we have a Bellator card. So we'll do Bellator, Marcel, and we'll do fight announcements tomorrow. So okay. we'll be here tomorrow, at five PM Eastern. For uh, now, no, you you can't wait to do that Bellator card. <laughs> uh, John, Lucas Brennan is like a minus two thousand favorite again. Does Marcel know why Nazra and Demir didn't get finalized? Yeah. I'm not sure, but I know. Oh, you know him? Did the weight cut or what? Uh, I know that the team from Damir asked for the fight, but they never heard anything back. And it's not that they didn't hear it back from Nasra, but probably from the UFC. So, yeah. I got it. Valdez Lando. Fuck, sure. Hey, Tadric Bay. What's up, man? I saw a couple of your tweets on the screen the other day. It's awesome, dude. Uh, I think Lando's. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I was. Frivola's. Uh, He's a, he's a lightweight guy. He's not 145. Yeah. So, but Valdez, you know, Valdez, he could drop maybe. I mean, maybe because I don't know if he's a one. He hasn't had much success to be honest. But so, he's a broomstick. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. Versus a broomstick, sure. <laughs> or I can say he is a broomstick. I mean, basically, it wasn't this fight. Oh yeah, that was a good fight too. I mean, we didn't talk. I about still this, have to check that out. Charles Ma- Johnson it. and Carlos Mata was amazing. Charles Johnson got a fifth round knockout, fourth yeah. or fifth, I can't remember. And fifth. he's definitely getting signed um, to the UFC, right? Because I saw a stat saying. Literally uh, every, fl- every LFA flyweight champion is made to the UFC eventually. So I'm actually upset with that with that fight because I think both guys deserve the chance to get in the UFC, and yeah. now they already now one probably won't get chance. I, I think Carlos Moto is great as well. Got in. Yeah. The Carlos Moto is good. This is a good fight for Volo versus us. Uh, yeah. That would be, <laughs> That'd fun. be crazy. They got to resign for Volo. I know. I think Cole was saying that you know he's considering like just looking for his options i guess or with mike hack sorry one of the two i think maybe they both said it actually um you know i just don't know like if if pfl or belts are gonna break the bank for this guy i mean he had a great fight but like he's probably best off going back to the ufc honestly mm-hmm. but i you know for him a guy you know who's had ups and downs in his career he's gonna look for the most money up front i would assume um and again i think he'll restart with the ufc I would hope after this fight, but you gotta wonder. Maybe that's why he didn't get a bonus because you know there's yeah. contract issues. You know what I mean, Marcel? Because yeah. how did this guy not get a bonus? Like it's crazy. Now we'll go to the next fight. We got two more fights left. Um, we got like two more minutes here. Yeah, uh, let's do it, man. No problem. Vanessa Demopoulos uh, defeats Savannah Gomez Juarez first crazy. submission. Insane. So insane, absolutely insane. Because she got dropped so hard. I mean, to me, like her, she ate the punches so well. Those, those ground and pound shots were extremely hard too. And the referee, uh, Trank Trigg. Former co worker at maoddsbreaker.com. Frank Trigg used to work for the website. Crazy, right? The, the same one we're doing the podcast on. Frank is a good ref. And I think that the Frank has the experience because he was a fighter himself, right? So he knows you've got to give these guys a chance. And, you know, sometimes they're just too far gone. He gave Vanessa a chance. I think a lot of refs, let's be completely honest, guys, will stop a fight too early with that because it's a girl. Let's be honest. A lot of refs do do that. So I'm glad the fight went on because I think a lot of refs would have stopped that fight and they wouldn't have given uh, Vanessa the opportunity to get the armbar and get the 50k bonus. Absolutely, I thought she deserved a bonus. That's the that's the messed up part because I think that Saeed deserved one too, and I think Favola did. I think they could have given an extra 50k or two out for this card. You know, it was that good of a card. I thought I thought it was a great card. This was amazing, Marcel. So for me, it's a it's a huge win for Demopolis, and I love the fight. So give me your thoughts. Yeah, I think the UFC is really into that kind of stuff with bonuses with, oh, we really have to give a girl a bonus, you know, and if we can't give a girl a bonus, we give it to her. But this was a deserved one. But I think there were other guys who deserved it as well. But um, yeah, for example, man, I was talking, uh, I was talking to my dad about this fight. And he was like, the ref should have stopped it. I was like, what do you mean? He said after she got knocked, uh, knocked down, she was, she was pretty much out. I was like, yeah, I can see that, you know, but in my opinion, uh, it worked out. You know, and uh, she 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 uh, recovered, and she got the she got the armbar. So I didn't have any pro- listen. If Frank Trick stopped that fight right there, you wouldn't hear me complain. You know, yeah. But he let it go. You won't hear me complaining either. Uh, so yeah, great comeback win for Demopolis. You know, and uh, a good showing now at one fifteen. Your first fight was at one twenty five. Short notice against JJ Aldridge. A good showing. What's saying a good comeback because she got knocked down by Silvana Gomez Juarez. Um, yeah, I mean, great, great win for her, and uh, she had lots of fun with Joe Rogan right after yeah. the interview. So, uh, by the way, what do you think? What do you think about Silvana losing twice by armbar now? 
Not yeah, good. yeah, but uh, I think she might be lucky that she knocked Demopolis down here, and the UFC saw that. You think they'll give her one more fight? Yeah, she got the power. I, I yeah, because so, I think yeah. otherwise she would have been cut probably, right? Because mm-hmm. but she did. She got that knockdown, right? And, yeah. and and I knew she was a good striker. I think this girl came to the UFC too late. She's thirty-seven now. Yeah, her tape from five years ago looked great. She should have been there then. She's she came too late. You know, it's, it's so weird. Huh? Might not win a fight. They, I don't. Know. Why did they sign her then? Why sign her yeah, now? It doesn't make they, sense. They, right? they, they sometimes uh, sign fighters at such a young age with so inexperience, and then they're coming with fighters who are thirty-six or thirty-seven. Like Henry. Been, yeah, yeah, same same thing. Yeah, that's like thirty fights, and yeah, Moda's good. He is good, and he's saying uh, in LFA against Yuma Horichi or, or uh, Yusei Formiga or Clay I mean, Carpenter. Good fights. Yeah, Moda's super. Uh, how do you say popular because he's also really interacting with fans all the time yeah. on Twitter and Instagram. I like this fight too, and by the way. Juarez and, and Loma look through me. Great fight. fight. By the way, did you saw Juicy Formiga got signed by LFA? I, I didn't see that, but I, yeah, he did. That's good. Um, he shouldn't have been cut by the UFC. He's a good fighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you gotta give her credit. I, this this is hilarious. <laughs> I'm Damn, sorry, this dude. is too funny, but you're you're cruel. You're you're a mean guy, Daniel. The two chinese Sa- guys in the UFC they have to do the fight. They have to do this fight. They have to. <laughs> they have to. They, this is the two guys with the worst chin in the division. You gotta do the fight. I'll, I'll watch it. You could just see Frank as a ref. Yeah, I mean, hey, grateful dude. It was. I, I thought so. Yeah, Carpenter's good. <laughs> Fighters are rough. Yeah. They, yeah, he's saying they're uh, going to cut her. They might. I think they'll get one more fight. There's got to be some really yeah. bad fire in the bottom of this division. Like that, you know. We got to put some feather on our own asses, dude. Uh, the first fight of the night, we both picked the right girl to win, and we were pretty convinced. Let's get down to this one. The last fight of the night, Jasmine Jazdavicius defeats Kay Hansen. Me, and Marcel, both. We said it last week. We're like plus two hundred. This is insane. Stupid yeah. odds. Super just wide for no reason. Like Kay Hansen's a decent young fighter, but. At this weight class, has no strength to get the takedown, no stand up whatsoever. Clearly, he's been way too busy, you know, doing uh, OnlyFans, which again, I don't really blame her, guys, because when you see her make 17K, she's probably made more than that at OnlyFans. Let's be completely honest, you know? So. I, the, only, the only thing that's always funny to me with these girls with OnlyFans is like one day I get like sexual messages from people. I know, that's like, the thing. It's like, oh, it's like why so, are you guys saying this yeah. stuff to me? And they're like posting your pictures of yourself naked. Like, what do you expect? Anyways, <laughs> let's let's be honest. Jasmine, you know, even though she doesn't have as much experience, she she's the more like mature in her prime fighter right now because she is 32. And, you know, I, I think she looked good in this fight. I'm not going to say she looked amazing because, you know, she didn't get to finish or anything, but she looked super good. Super solid. You know? Yeah, she looks yeah. solid. And I just wonder what's next. I mean, really, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think, you know, there's some good fights that you can make with this girl in the division. Um, and, I mean, you know, Marcel, she's a Canadian. There's not many Canadian fighters to get excited about right now. And she's got a good personality. She seems to really enjoy fighting. You know, she's already got a smile on her face. She can't punch in the head and she's got a smile on her face. I like, that's the kind of girl I like. So <laughs> let's get some comments here. Valdez on too I mean, not to do that at home right there. I'm talking about the fights, guys. Let's, let's get right there. I'm not John Jones here. Valdez on Tiveros. I mean, you got to do this fight. You got the guy. Actually, Charlie Ontiveros had two knockdowns against Steve um, Garcia in that last yeah. fight. Remember that? That was insane. Marcus, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see. Hey, Mr. X, so Vaughn turned the wrong way from the armbar location. Dude, it was it was really sad, actually. It's just very basic. And to get caught twice like that is not very good. I like that fight, though. I don't know who came up with it, but I like it. We normally show judges. I, I think they did a good job, Glenn. I was I agreed with, I believe, every decision on the card. Uh, yeah, I agree with all the decisions. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the scoring was pretty good for them. There actually were some new judges used for this card, which is cool. Um, I think California does a pretty good job. I mean, I think they had good officials. You know, they have good. What are you saying? What? 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 Oh. The, the the ancient ones missed the bus to the to the event center. <laughs> what? Wait. What did you say? No, you say there were some new judges uh, at at this card. I say the ancient one missing the bus to the event center. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you guys make more calm. Yeah, I mean she's good. And Jay, my other guy, James Lynch. I had I did his podcast. Uh, we our podcast, the parking shot. First thing James is like, he's like, I like Jasmine. I'm like, shit, man, me too. So, yeah, the the, the size, you couldn't take her down. Is it tomorrow? No, it's Saturday, it's man. Twenty ninth. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's Saturday, man. But uh, yeah, it's my last. I mean, Glenn, you almost got it. Like it was, it's only four days <laughs> off. Look at Glenn though; he cares about you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll do we'll do we'll, we'll do tomorrow. Tomorrow, we'll come back. We'll do mm. um, we'll do uh, all the fight announcements and, and we'll yeah, do some news. preview. You got some news right now or tomorrow? No, tomorrow some news if we have time for it. Oh, news! Yeah, I mean? yeah. Do you, I was gonna say, do you have any? You got anything to tell us, Marcel? Can, can you give us something? Sneak peek? Anything? Like I one fighter? Nothing, can you get, 
I have uh, nothing on the shelf, dude. Uh, I, everything what I have is already out last week. What I had, I have Blood Diamond against uh, Jeremiah Wells. I posted that. Uh, I got another one which I now forgot, <laughs> but yeah, I got a few. <laughs> no All right, anyways, I think that's it for today, guys. Really appreciate everyone joining us. It was a lot of fun. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out here. Big Marcel 24, Twitter, Instagram, and my uh, my articles are written on eurosport.nl slash mixed slash uh, slash slash mixed. Uh, how do you say that? That the uh, minus thing, Marshall minus thing arts. That's hyphen, I think. Yeah. Anyways, you guys can follow me on Twitter at mmadmartin podcast, mmaoddsbigger.com. It's, uh, it's on YouTube, obviously, as you guys know, and then all the other places you can find your podcast. Um, also, mmynews.com and then bookies.com. It's my full time job now. Really good stuff so far. I've been there for six weeks, Marcel, and I love my new job. And I, and I know you're loving your new job too. So everything's good. Uh, thanks again, guys. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, and we'll do uh, fight announcements, news, and all tour. Peace.